Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Be a part of the show. Text Bobby V on the UPS Jobs text line at 437-9680. We have a little game we play here because the people from the street can look in, but they can't hear. We used to pipe the program out to the sidewalk. We don't do that anymore, so they could just watch. If I mean, if they want to, like looking at animals in the zoo. So occasionally, and it drives Nick crazy, which is all the more reason I like to do it. I like to pretend I'm just absolutely passionately arguing something and so i'm gesturing gesticulating wildly and pointing and and i I just wonder what the people are thinking what could he be talking about because he's pointing up the hallway he's pointing to the sidewalk he's making faces sometimes an obscene gesture in there and i'm not saying a word so uh yeah i just that that is so entertaining but it looks like that's you know kind of normal sports radio Right? Well, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So That's let's fair. let's see if we can get uh, Keith Farmer in here and, and, and uh, start getting him to yell. Keith, you got something you want to yell about? Because it's sports radio. Why don't, you, why don't you yell about something? Uh, uh, yell, yell. Um, uh, I've shown up in Bentonville, Arkansas, and made the drive over to Fayetteville, and there is nothing going on here. <laughs> I mean, there was nothing from the moment we left Bentonville till all of a sudden we popped up and we saw the football stadium. It was ridiculous. That's well, yeah. I mean, well, you're in Arkansas, which is the the birthplace, is it not, of Walmart? Isn't that where he's from? Isn't that where? Oh yeah. So you must have passed some WalMarts, no? Not yet. Uh, There is one on campus. Surprisingly enough. Get out of here! There's a Walmart on campus. Oh yeah. You know, like Lexington has a couple of Targets on campus. You know, but here it's. It's Walmart. Wow. All right. Well, yeah. you can go, go, go pick up a little uh, something at, uh, at Walmart there. So uh, <laughs> it's actually a fascinating story. I mean, I, I, you know, I know that the, I got a friend whose father just uh, abhors Walmart because he thinks um, that, you know, places like that have draw, dr- driven all the mom and pop shops out of business. So right. he, he, he likes to tell me, and I probably shouldn't laugh, but I think it's funny. You know, he's, every time he's with his father, they pull up to a traffic light and there'll be a Walmart in the distance or something or a Costco or Sam's Club or something. And he's he starts screaming, how much is enough? <laughs> how much is enough? And how much do they need? I mean, so, uh, yeah. But so having said that, though, I read this. Having yelled that. Having yelled that. Yes, yeah, so we got some yelling in. So that's good. I uh, I've, I love stories of how 
gargantuan success stories occur i mean I, I find them fascinating i mean some of them are there's a lot of luck that goes involved to be honest with you and some there's um you know a, a tremendous perseverance overcoming usually it's a combination of all those things and so his story is pretty interesting so have you ever seen it watched it i mean starting up with you know his desk was a, a, a piece of plywood spread over two sawhorses that's what he used as a desk for years i mean it's uh, it's pretty interesting actually so. i have not seen it but i would be willing to down and watch it for sure. yeah no it's pretty interesting because i'm watching my new thing right now and i'm not finished with it the, the listeners probably sick of hearing me talk about it but it's it's a series that i think the history channel did um and you can find it online it's called the toys that shaped america or shaped us or something like that okay. and oh my god though keith the stories of how these these toys became quite literally million and very often billion dollar industries is is almost ridiculous like the guy I, they, they invented silly putty with the idea of trying to take the place of rubber during the second world war because the japanese had invaded many of the sources of our rubber and we couldn't get access yeah. to it so they tried to come up with silly putty and it didn't do what they needed it to do so the guy who basically was the designer i think it was at general electric sold the rights to it for 100 how they come up with these numbers i have no idea 143 dollars <laughs> And then the guy who bought it found out if you push it against, you know, the color comics. I don't know if you had silly putties. Everybody knows had silly putty at some point. Yeah, yeah. You push it, you got the picture, and then you flipped it over, and then you could distort it, and you can make, you know, you can make Charlie Brown look like his head was twice as big as it is, or whatever, and and then you could bounce it, and oh, also, and that became a multi gazillion dollar business. And and Charlie Brown's head's already pretty big. It is. It's a good point. So to make it even bigger, that's actually a little scary to be quite candid with you. So uh, yeah, there you go. All right, but you're down in Arkansas for the Kentucky Wildcats basketball, and they have not been, Keith, particularly impressive on the road. They certainly had no trouble handling Louisville here, but some people say they might have got a little lucky beating Florida at Florida. We're a bit unlucky, perhaps, in losing in overtime down to A&M, but really, they've won a neutral sites and at home, but not so much on the road. What are you expecting in this matchup? Well, for one, um, you know, those true road games really started with that Florida game. And, um, you know, they, they kind of were still riding that hot streak. And, you know, now they face just some teams that are out to get them. I mean, they're, they're trying to take advantage of the youth of this team uh, before they do kind of catch on to some things. Um, I, I think, you know, before the season, we would have talked about what a great matchup this was. Uh, Arkansas was looking at, at – they were – preseason number three Kentucky's preseason number four and uh you know now it's like what's happened to Arkansas more than you know what's happened with Kentucky right so I I think that you know this could be one of those games that could pull that team together to rally around trying to knock down the giant or you know it could be one that Kentucky goes all right enough of this and, and and let's put this thing together and you know take advantage of a team while it's down and get a win on the road so we can learn what what we need to do and how we need to do it in these environments because you know again florida was that first game where they really went in somewhere where the crowd was totally against them and you're also now in league play where all the coaches know what cal's been doing for 15 years and you know while some things have changed i mean you know they they kind of know what he likes to do and uh and ways to attack him so i i think you know that's part of what you're getting into uh with sec play there's so many storylines that are, are, in my mind at least, uh, relevant. You can you can 
you know, make the dis- d- debate that some are clearly more impactful than others, but I think they're all part of the discussion. One is the overall strength of the league, which is very, very good, and so Arkansas may not be what people thought they were going to be, but it's kind of relative because the rest of the league is, is so good. But even more than that, you got a Kentucky team that played injured for much of the beginning of the year. Now they get Big Z in, and after one game, everybody's ready to make him the second coming of you know Lebr- LeBron James or Kareem Jabbar or somebody, and that's kind of silly, and especially in light of the fact that even if a guy is a great player, you stick him in the middle of the season, it's going to disrupt yeah. a bunch of things. So you got to deal with that, and you got to deal with the fact that uh, this this uh, you know Kentucky team um, is not intrinsically a very physical team. They're not they're not built right. that way, and so and I think Cal's aware of that, and they think they got pushed around a little bit against South Carolina. So he, in some ways, you're fighting a war on three fronts there. Which are the priority ones in your mind? I think physical. I think you've got to come out and you've got to set the tone. Now, look, all the way back to Toronto, they were facing grown men, and he said, you know, they're going to push you around, and they did. And uh, Rob Dillingham really learned from that. He was the one that, like, you know, okay, I've got to learn to really fight through these these fouls and these hits as I go through the lane. And so he went to the weight room right off the bat and got bigger, and, and we saw the transformation in in him, even though he is still kind of small, but you know we saw a transformation in the muscle he put on, and, and so I think you know at this point they've got to expect the contact. They've got to be more physical. They've got to be more physical in the boxing out and going for the rebounds and, and just fighting through on defense. I, maybe they're a little afraid of you know fouling out, um, being young players and everything, and they've got to put that behind them because there's certainly enough players, especially now with all the seven-footers back, uh, that they can be a little more physical in, in there uh, on defense and, and show that they're not going to back down from these guys because, you know, there's a blueprint out there now with the way South Carolina played against them, and that was taking it to them strong. And, and you know, South Carolina also – I'm not saying they were lucky, but they had the shot going on that night, so they were hitting some amazing threes. You know, it's what's uh, – um kind of a, a conundrum how's that for a for, for cal is uh, he's got the arrow coming back now pretty soon too not for this game right sure. but he should be back soon so he'll be back and he's got z now he's trying to work into a lineup and he's still getting guys back that missed the early part of the season i read this somewhere i think this is right they played 23 different lineups against south carolina he had Correct. 23 different combinations this is right. that's extraordinary for anybody but especially a guy like Cal who you know as the year goes on his history is he likes to shorten that bench he only plays very often seven guys sometimes you know really be happy playing six guys so I just and and he's got to get answers and the only way you get those answers is to run them out there and see what they do but you're also not in a position where you can just sacrifice three four five games to, to get some answers so how does he weigh up just you know the immediacy of having to win a game with trying to get answers for the big picture. You know what I think he's going... He mentioned this on his Monday night radio show, and it, it took me back to that old famous uh, Bob Knight. Uh, you know, I'm not going to quote it exactly right, but it was putting the butt on the bench. Yeah, and oh, yeah. The, bunch, the, the bench uh, uh, brain retains, you know, what the bench is giving and, and so forth, and then gets back in and performs. And so he has said he's thinking about uh, you know, making sure if these guys aren't ready to, to defend, then he's just not going to be able to play them. And there are a couple of guys that have had that issue with not just the pick and roll, but, 
you know, one-on-one uh, defending. And, and so I think you may see him go with somebody different and try and uh, that, that bench, as you talked about, getting shorter is going to start happening sooner than it normally would. It usually doesn't start happening until late February uh, into March. So, so I think we could start seeing that now. You know what? What, what else I find interesting though is is um, you hear about the toughness part, and you, and you think incorrectly it translates. And you talked about defensive breakdowns, but I mean their offense. This is a team that was held like almost thirty points under their average. I mean, right. that's the thing that I was shocked at. I, I could like I could see them losing a game like they lost to A and M. Like that, I could see. You know, I mean, they scored a bunch of points, and the other guy just happened to score a few more. But how the hell they only scored sixty two? Like, was it sixty two against South Carolina? That that stunned yeah. me. That I was amazed I'll, at I'll that. Give you, I'll give you a couple of things. First off, the, the previous game they scored fifty five by halftime. Yeah, okay. right. Now now you're playing South Carolina who loves to slow down the game. So there were two things. A, Kentucky wasn't hitting shots so that they could get some of their pressure on to help speed up the game. And then secondly, South Carolina was knocking down shots. They were going to the rim. They, they shot amazingly in that game. So all of a sudden, and not only that, they're taking it towards the end of the shot clock. So they were wasting the time away. And just Kentucky could never get it to speed up and, and get the game that they wanted because of that. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, tempo, you know, like I say in horse racing, pace makes the race. I mean, and there's, there's some yeah. element to that for, for this I team. I mean, you hear about football teams all the time wanting to get more plays, right? Well, Kentucky couldn't get more plays because they couldn't get the ball uh, up and down as quickly as they wanted to, A, because they weren't making shots, and B, because South Carolina was, and they couldn't rip and run with it uh, you know, on the rebounds. It's uh... – it's, it's kind of weird. Didn't last year they flip-flop? They each won on the other guy's court? Isn't that right? I think that's right. Do I have that well, correct? South Carolina, yeah, South Carolina definitely won in rough last year. I didn't, I, I, was that the only meeting? No, no I'm talking about the, against Arkansas. Last year, Kentucky went one and one. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, Arkansas won in rough. I remember uh, Musselman taking a picture afterwards with the team. Yeah. So yeah, going to be how so how big a game does that make this for this team? Again, understanding all the elements, they still aren't full at full strength. The arrow comes back. They're still working Z yeah. into the lineup. You can make the case they're still like he's the mad scientist in the lab, but yeah. uh, but also they can't afford to you know they they can't afford to just keep losing on the road. So how big a game in that regard does it make it? Look, every team in the SEC has now lost at least one game. So there's a lot of parity going on. There's a long way to go in this thing. But I think you don't want to have two straight losses, uh, even if they are on the road. I don't think you want to have two straight because then the kids start thinking, uh, you know, can we do this away from our arena? Can we, you know? um, so, So I think it's more for the psyche than it is anything. Um, they, I, I think the interesting thing to me to watch is how Arkansas is going to decide to play this. Are they going to take up South Carolina style play and try and slow this thing down, or are they going to run uh, with Kentucky as they probably want to do? Um, and but but if, is it a big one? I'd say one out of ten. I think it's a, a seven. Okay. I don't think it's. I don't think a must win, but I think it's one of those you really want and it imports. Yeah. Want to have two in a row. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll buy that. All right, buddy. Well, enjoy it. Buy. Bring a souvenir back from uh, Walmart for for. Uh, we'll do. Yeah, no, that'd be great. We appreciate that. We'll but. do. I'm sitting here looking at, at Hog Heaven on campus at Bud Walton Arena. Maybe I'll find something from Hog Heaven. All right. Thanks for taking a few minutes with us. Uh, we appreciate it. All Keith, right. Take care of yourself. Take care. All, All right. right. Bye bye. All right. Uh, good to catch up with Keith. We'll do our spontaneous parlay in just a bit. But before that, let me tell you about my friends. At the Bath Authority, 
I've said this so many times because it's so true. If you've ever gone through a situation where you redid your bathroom, it, it really just it just does something for your spirit. Because most people, when the first thing you do, they get up, they go into the bathroom, they're starting their day, they're taking a shower, they're taking a shave, whatever they're doing. And uh, when you when you uh, what you you thought I was going to say something else, didn't you? You, you thought I was going to say something else. <laughs> I was like, I really my hand went to the dump button. I was like, oh man, oh man, just real comfortable with this read now. Okay. A radio pro, I, I wouldn't okay. say t- I wouldn't say take a shit. I wouldn't say that on the air. Oh, did, really, Jesus? What would I do? What I do? You um, know, I have to send the read to the agency. yeah, but, but the reading's going to start now. That's you're not going to send that part. You're going to send no, this. Maybe part. I maybe I will. Oh, maybe, I don't think maybe. I well, will. and then we'll all be uh, unemployed. But uh, if you want to send them this, you can send them me telling you what I was just going to say, which is if your bath or shower is old, outdated, has mold, mildew, whatever, it makes a tremendous, tremendous difference. It uplifts your spirits when you take your bath and you give it a nice facelift, and that's what they can do when uh, you call my friends at the Bath Authority. The Bath Authority provides the highest quality bathroom remodeling products. <laughs> Stop it. You won't let me get this sent to the sponsor. <laughs> No, but it's good. The mic wasn't on anyway, but that you was would, all in your ear. You yeah. wouldn't understand it if you heard it, but uh, it's, it goes back to when Nick was a little kid, and it was very funny. So here we go, take three. Hey, <laughs> if your bath or shower is old, outdated, has mold or mildew or broken tiles, you got to call my friends at the Bath Authority. The Bath Authority provides the highest quality bathroom remodeling products, along with a world class customer experience. And like I've said, it just does so much for your the happiness when you live in a home that's got a completely facelifted bathroom that's been modernized and that's what they'll do for you at the bath authority they have modern durable tubs and showers they're designed with an exclusive high-tech polymer liner you'll be able to have a low maintenance resistant to mold and mildew bath or shower easy to clean and it lasts for decades plus comes with a lifetime warranty walk-in tubs replacement showers tub to shower conversions and more every unit custom built you get to pick the premium accents and accessories including safety features like low profile shower grab bars, shower seats, all of that. They're all made 100% here in the USA. They can be installed in as little as one day by certified factory technicians. And how about this for making it even more appealing to you? If you call today, you'll get $1,000 off a new shower or bath, plus 36 months of interest-free financing. You are their priority at the Bath Authority. Elevate your bathroom to a new level of luxury, style, and safety, and schedule your free, it's free, an in-home estimate today, and you'll get $1,000 off a new shower or bath, and you'll also get 36 months of interest-free financing. It's quite a deal, and it'll make quite a difference in your home. You call my friends at the Bath Authority. TheBathAuthority.com. A better bath awaits. Uh, what awaits you is our spontaneous parlay, which we're going to do in just a matter of minutes. But first, we're going to take a short time out, and uh, Nick is going to press some buttons, and we'll uh, pay some bills, and then we'll come back and do more radio, free of charge to you here on ESPN 680-1057. Taking care of your family isn't always easy. So we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. 
Be a part of the show. Text Bobby V on the UPS Jobs text line at 437-9680. We have a little game we play here because the people from the street can look in, but they can't hear. We used to pipe the program out to the sidewalk. We don't do that anymore, so they could just watch. If I mean, if they want to, like looking at animals in the zoo. So occasionally, and it drives Nick crazy, which is all the more reason I like to do it. I like to pretend I'm just absolutely passionately arguing something and so i'm gesturing gesticulating wildly and pointing and and i I just wonder what the people are thinking what could he be talking about because he's pointing up the hallway he's pointing to the sidewalk he's making faces sometimes an obscene gesture in there and i'm not saying a word so uh yeah i just that that is so entertaining but it looks like that's you know kind of normal sports radio Right? Well, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So That's let's fair. let's see if we can get uh, Keith Farmer in here and, and, and uh, start getting him to yell. Keith, you got something you want to yell about? Because it's sports radio. Why don't, you, why don't you yell about something? Uh, uh, yell. yell um, uh, I've shown up in Bentonville, Arkansas, and made the drive over to Fayetteville, and there is nothing going on here. <laughs> I mean, there was nothing from the moment we left Bentonville till all of a sudden we popped up and we saw the football stadium. It was ridiculous. That's well, yeah. I mean, well, you're in Arkansas, which is the the birthplace, is it not, of Walmart? Isn't that where he's from? Isn't that where? Oh yeah. So the, they must, you must have passed some WalMarts, no? Not yet. Uh, there is one on campus, surprisingly enough. Get out of here! There's a Walmart on campus. Oh yeah. Like, you know, like Lexington has a couple of Targets on campus. You know, but here. It's, it's Walmart. Wow. All right. Well, yeah. go, go, go pick up a little uh, something at, uh, at Walmart there. So uh, <laughs> it's actually a fascinating story. I mean, I, I, you know, I know that the, I got a friend whose father just uh, abhors Walmart because he thinks um, that, you know, places like that have draw, dr- driven all the mom and pop shops out of business. So right. he, he, he likes to tell me, and I probably shouldn't laugh, but I think it's funny. You know, he's, every time he's with his father, they pull up to a traffic light and there'll be a Walmart in the distance or something or a Costco or Sam's Club or something. And he's he starts screaming, how much is enough? <laughs> how much is enough? And how much do they need? I mean, so, uh, yeah. But so having said that, though, I read this. Having yelled that. Having yelled that. Yes, yeah, so we got some yelling in. So that's good. I, uh, I've, I love stories of how gargantuan success stories occur i mean I, I find them fascinating i mean some of them are there's a lot of luck that goes involved to be honest with you and some there's um you know a, a tremendous perseverance overcoming usually it's a combination of all those things and so his story is pretty interesting so have you ever seen it watched it i mean starting up with you know his desk was a, a, a piece of plywood spread over two sawhorses that's what he used as a desk for years i mean it's uh, it's pretty interesting actually so. i have not seen it but i would be willing to down and watch it for sure. yeah no it's pretty interesting because i'm watching my new thing right now and i'm not finished with it the, the listeners probably sick of hearing me talk about it but it's it's a series that i think the history channel did um and you can find it online it's called the toys that shaped america or shaped us or something like that okay. and 
Oh my God, though, Keith, the stories of how these these toys became quite literally million and very often billion dollar industries is is almost ridiculous. Like the guy, I, they they invented silly putty with the idea of trying to take the place of rubber during the Second World War because the Japanese had invaded many of the sources of our rubber and we couldn't get access yeah. to it, so they tried to come up with silly putty and it didn't do what they needed it to do so the guy who basically was the designer i think it was at general electric sold the rights to it for 100 how they come up with these numbers i have no idea 143 dollars <laughs> And then the guy who bought it found out if you push it against, you know, the color comics. I don't know if you had silly putties. Everybody knows had silly putty at some point. Yeah, yeah. You push it, yeah. and you got the picture, and then you flipped it over, and then you could distort it, and you can make, yep. you know, you can make Charlie Brown look like his head was twice as big as it is, or whatever, and and then you could bounce it, and oh, also, and that became a multi gazillion dollar business. And, and Charlie Brown's head's already pretty big. It is. It's a good point. So to make it even bigger, that's actually a little scary to be quite candid with you. So uh, yeah, there you go. All right, but you're down in Arkansas for the Kentucky Wildcats basketball, and they have not been, Keith, particularly impressive on the road. They certainly had no trouble handling Louisville here, but some people say they might have got a little lucky beating Florida at Florida. We're a bit unlucky, perhaps, in losing in overtime down to A&M, but really, they've won a neutral sites and at home, but not so much on the road. What are you expecting in this matchup? Well, for one, um, you know, those true road games really started with that Florida game. And, um, you know, they, they kind of were still riding that hot streak. And, you know, now they face just some teams that are out to get them. I mean, they're, they're trying to take advantage of the youth of this team uh, before they do kind of catch on to some things. Um, I, I think, you know, before the season, we would have talked about what a great matchup this was. Uh, Arkansas was looking at, at – they were – preseason number three Kentucky's preseason number four and uh you know now it's like what's happened to Arkansas more than you know right. what's happened with Kentucky right so I, I think that you know this could be one of those games that could pull that team together to rally around trying to knock down the giant or you know it could be one that Kentucky goes all right enough of this and and, and let's put this thing together and you know take advantage of a team while it's down and, and get a win on the road so we learn what what we need to do and how we need to do it in these environments because you know again florida was that first game where they really went in somewhere where the crowd was totally against them and you're also now in league play where all the coaches know what cal's been doing for 15 years and you know while some things have changed i mean you know they they kind of know what he likes to do and uh and ways to attack him so i i think you know that's part of what you're getting into uh with sec play there's so many storylines that are, are, in my mind at least, uh, relevant. You can you can you know make the, dis- the debate that some are clearly more impactful than others, but I think they're all part of the discussion. One is the overall strength of the league, which is very very good, and so Arkansas may not be what people thought they were going to be, but it's kind of relative because the rest of the league is is so good. But even more than that, you got a Kentucky team that played injured for much of the beginning of the year. Now they get Big Z in. And after one game, everybody's ready to make him the second coming of, you know, Lebr- LeBron James or Kareem Jabbar or somebody, and that's kind of silly. And especially in light of the fact that even if a guy is a great player, you stick him in the middle of the season, it's going to disrupt yeah. a bunch of things. So you got to deal with that, and you got to deal with the fact that uh, this this uh, you know Kentucky team um, is not 
intrinsically a very physical team. They're not they're not built right. that way. And so and I think Cal's aware of that and they think they got pushed around a little bit against South Carolina. So he, in some ways you're fighting a war on three fronts there. Which are the priority ones in your mind? I think phys- physical. I, I think you've got to come out and you've got to set the tone. Now, look, ba- all the way back to Toronto, they were facing grown men, and he said, you know, they're going to push you around, and they did. And uh, Rob Dillingham really learned from that. He was the one that, like, you know, okay, I've got to learn to really fight through these these fouls and these hits as I go through the lane. And so he went to the weight room right off the bat and got bigger, and, and we saw the transformation in in him, even though he is still kind of small. But, you know, we saw a transformation in the muscle he put on. And, and so I think, you know, at this point, they've got to expect the contact. They've got to be more physical. They've got to be more physical in the boxing out and going for the rebounds and, and just fighting through on defense. I, maybe they're a little afraid of, you know, fouling out, um, being young players and everything. And they've got to put that behind them because there's certainly enough players, especially now with all the seven-footers back, uh, that they can be a little more physical in, in there uh, on defense and, and show that they're not going to back down from these guys because, you know, there's a blueprint out there now with the way South Carolina played against them, and that was taking it to them strong. And, and you know, South Carolina also – I'm not saying they were lucky, but they had the shot going on that night, so they were hitting some amazing threes. You know, it's what's uh, – um kind of a, a conundrum how's that for a for, for cal is uh, he's got the arrow coming back now pretty soon too not for this game right sure. but he should be back soon so he'll be back and he's got z now he's trying to work into a lineup and he's still getting guys back that missed the early part of the season i read this somewhere i think this is right they played 23 different lineups against south carolina he had Correct. 23 different combinations this is right. that's extraordinary for anybody but especially a guy like Cal who you know as the year goes on his history is he likes to shorten that bench he only plays very often seven guys sometimes you know really be happy playing six guys so I just and and he's got to get answers and the only way you get those answers is to run them out there and see what they do but you're also not in a position where you can just sacrifice three four five games to, to get some answers so how does he weigh up just you know the immediacy of having to win a game with trying to get answers for the big picture. You know what I think he's going – he mentioned this on his Monday night radio show, and it, it took me back to that old famous uh, Bob Knight. Uh, you know, I'm not going to quote it exactly right, but it was putting the butt on the bench. Yep. And oh, yeah. And a bunch yeah, – the bench uh, – uh, brain retains, you know, what the bench is giving and, and so forth and then gets back in and performs. And so he has said he's thinking about – uh, you know, making sure if these guys aren't ready to, to defend, then he's just not going to be able to play them. And there are a couple of guys that have had that issue with not just the pick and roll, but, you know, one-on-one uh, defending. And, and so I think you may see him go with somebody different and try and uh, that, that bench, as you talked about, getting shorter is going to start happening sooner than it normally would. It usually doesn't start happening until late February uh, into March. So, so I think we could start seeing that now. You know what, what? What else I find interesting, though, is is um, you hear about the toughness part, and you, and you think incorrectly it translates. And you talked about defensive breakdowns, but I mean their offense. This is a team that was held like almost thirty points under their average. I mean, right? That's the thing that I was shocked at. I I could like I could see them losing a game like they lost to A and M. 
Like that I could see. You know, I mean, they scored a bunch of points and the other guy just happened to score a few more. But how the hell they only scored 62? Like, was it 62 against South Carolina? That that stunned yeah. me. That I was amazed I'll, at that. I'll give, you, I'll give you a couple of things. First off, the, the previous game they scored 55 by halftime. Yeah, okay. right. Now, now you're playing South Carolina, who loves to slow down the game. So there were two things. A, Kentucky wasn't hitting shots so that they could get some of their pressure on to help speed up the game. And then secondly, South Carolina was knocking down shots. They were going to the rim. They, they shot amazingly in that game. So all of a sudden, and not only that, they're taking it towards the end of the shot clock. So they were wasting the time away. And just Kentucky could never get it to speed up and, and get the game that they wanted because of that. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, tempo, you know, like I say in horse racing, pace makes the race. I mean, and there's, there's some yeah. element to that for, for this I team. I mean, you hear about football teams all the time wanting to get more plays, right? Well, Kentucky couldn't get more plays because they couldn't get the ball uh, up and down as quickly as they wanted to, A, because they weren't making shots, and B, because South Carolina was, and they couldn't rip and run with it uh, you know, on the rebounds. It's uh... – it's, it's kind of weird. Didn't last year they flip-flop? They each won on the other guy's court? Isn't that right? I think that's right. Do I have that well, correct? South Carolina, yeah, South Carolina definitely won in rough last year. I didn't, I, I, was that the only meeting? No, no I'm talking about the, against Arkansas. Last year, Kentucky went one and one. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, Arkansas won in rough. I remember uh, Musselman taking a picture afterwards with the team. Yeah. So, yeah, going to be how so how big a game does that make this for this team? Again, understanding all the elements, they still aren't full at full strength. The arrow comes back. They're still working Z yeah. into the lineup. You can make the case they're still like he's the mad scientist in the lab. But yeah. uh, but also they can't afford to you know, they, they can't afford to just keep losing on the road. So how big a game in that regard does it make it? Look, every team in the SEC has now lost at least one game. So there's a lot of parity going on. There's a long way to go in this thing. But I think you don't want to have two straight losses, uh, even if they are on the road. I don't think you want to have two straight because then the kids start thinking, uh, you know, can we do this away from our arena? Can we, you know? um, so, So I think it's more for the psyche than it is anything. Um, they, I, I think the interesting thing to me to watch is how Arkansas is going to decide to play this. Are they going to take up South Carolina style play and try and slow this thing down, or are they going to run uh, with Kentucky as they probably want to do? Um, and but but if, is it a big one? I'd say one out of ten. I think it's a, a seven. Okay. I don't think it's. I don't think a must win, but I think it's one of those you really and it imports. Yeah. Want to have two in a row. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll buy that. All right, buddy. Well, enjoy it. Buy a, bring a souvenir back from uh, Walmart for for. Uh, we'll do. Yeah, no, that'd be great. We appreciate that. We'll but. do. I'm sitting here looking at, at Hog Heaven on campus at Bud Walton <laughs> Arena. Maybe I'll find something from Hog Heaven. All right. Thanks for taking a few minutes with us. Uh, we appreciate it, All Keith. Right. Take care of yourself. Take care. All, All right. right. Bye bye. All right. Uh, good to catch up with Keith. We'll do our spontaneous parlay in just a bit. But before that, let me tell you about my friends. At the Bath Authority, I've said this so many times because it's so true. If you've ever gone through a situation where you redid your bathroom, it really just it just does something for your spirit. Because most people, when the first thing you do, they get up, they go into the bathroom, they're starting their day, they're taking a shower, they're taking a shave, whatever they're doing. And uh, when you when you uh, what you you thought I was going to say something else, didn't you? You, gonna, you thought I was going to say something else. <laughs> I was like, I really, my hand went to the dump button. I was like, oh man, oh man, just real comfortable bad. with reading now. Okay. A radio pro. I, I wouldn't okay. say t- I wouldn't say take a shit. I wouldn't say that on the air. Oh, really, Jesus? What would I do? What I do? You um, know, I have to send the read to the agency. Yeah, well, but the reading's going to start now. 
that's you're not going to send that part. You're going to send. Oh, this maybe part. I maybe I will. Oh, maybe, I don't think maybe. I well, will. and then we'll all be uh, unemployed. But uh, if you want to send them this, you can send them me telling you what I was just going to say, which is. If your bath or shower is old, outdated, has mold, mildew, whatever, it makes a tremendous, tremendous difference. It uplifts your spirits when you take your bath and you give it a nice facelift. And that's what they can do when uh, you call my friends at the Bath Authority. The Bath Authority provides the highest quality bathroom remodeling products. (laughs) Stop it. You won't let me get this sent to the sponsor. No, but it's good. The mic wasn't on anyway, but that you was would, all in your ear. You yeah. wouldn't understand it if you heard it, but uh, it's, it goes back to when Nick was a little kid, and it was very funny. So here we go, take three. Hey, <laughs> if your bath or shower is old, outdated, has mold or mildew or broken tiles, you got to call my friends at the Bath Authority. The Bath Authority provides the highest quality bathroom remodeling products, along with a world class customer experience. And like I've said, it just does so much for your the happiness when you live in a home that's got a completely facelifted bathroom that's been modernized and that's what they'll do for you at the bath authority they have modern durable tubs and showers they're designed with an exclusive high-tech polymer liner you'll be able to have a low maintenance resistant to mold and mildew bath or shower easy to clean and it lasts for decades plus comes with a lifetime warranty walk-in tubs replacement showers tub to shower conversions and more every unit custom built you get to pick the premium accents and accessories including safety features like low profile shower grab bars, shower seats, all of that. They're all made 100% here in the USA. They can be installed in as little as one day by certified factory technicians. And how about this for making it even more appealing to you? If you call today, you'll get $1,000 off a new shower or bath, plus 36 months of interest-free financing. You are their priority at the Bath Authority. Elevate your bathroom to a new level of luxury, style, and safety, and schedule your free, it's free, an in-home estimate today, and you'll get $1,000 off a new shower or bath, and you'll also get 36 months of interest-free financing. It's quite a deal, and it'll make quite a difference in your home. You call my friends at the Bath Authority. TheBathAuthority.com. A better bath awaits. Uh, What awaits you is our spontaneous parlay, which we're going to do in just a matter of minutes. But first, we're going to take a short time out, and uh, Nick is going to press some buttons, and we'll pay some bills, and then we'll come back and do more radio free of charge to you here on ESPN 680-1057. Bob Valvano is now right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Hey, this one. This one. What? What? It's hockey tonight on our airways. No way. Me and Patrick Sullivan right after the Jeff Wall show over on 93.9 The Bill. Calling the University of Louisville. Hockey. Taking on uh, Bowling Green State. Basically, the cards need to win out. They have uh, To do what? They have a, I believe, uh, a two-game, yeah, two-game home stand this weekend hosting Bowling Green State, and then a uh, home and home with Xavier next weekend. And they basically need to win all of them to have a chance to do what to be in the top twelve and then make it in regionals. Can't they win their tournament and get an automatic bid? Um, they can, but the tournament that's going to be tough. 
tournament. Um, they're like middle of the pack in the tournament. Well, I think. I mean, I don't want to start. They automatically punch. They, they, they need a coaching change. It's time to get a change at the top. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> you get to do Coach Cram like that. This guy has just got to go. He, I hope he knows I'm kidding. I'm just joking. He actually coached Nick. He's been here quite a while. Yeah, he, he did. Big, big fan of Coach Cram. Um, it's time for a spontaneous parlay. And I don't know exactly what it'll pay. But by golly... I'm looking forward to to doing this one. I, are there enough Friday? Now the Ivy League's in action today. I've been rocking on the Ivies. I just hit an 18 parlay, which didn't pay a lot. It pays five to two before anybody makes it sound like I'm making you rich, but that's okay. I mean, Paul hit an eight to one shot on the horse track. Good for him. That's really a long shot. But uh, uh, I'm going to try and see how well we do in this. So let's go to ESPN Bet, which is uh, fabulous, fabulous app that I'm loving to pieces over here. And let's go see if I can log on to that. Let me hit that button. And now we're in. Okay. Go to college basketball. Maybe I'll throw an NBA one in there, which is really suicidal because on any given night, you get all sorts of problems. Hey, Arkansas State and Louisiana was postponed today. Do we know why? I do not know why. COVID, illness, Disease, feast, pestilence, famine. What do we got? Arkansas State. Who are they playing? At Louisiana. I assume it's at Louisiana because, uh, unlike they do in in English soccer, the home team is on the bottom. So Louisiana is on the bottom. I could not have done a worse job spelling those two. Louisiana. L O U. No, no, no. I know. I A N A. Louisiana. That is correct. Yes. Thank you. Let's see here. Only nine games. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, originally, the game was postponed a day due to a power outage prior to the Cajuns game Thursday night against Arkansas State. So, power outage. Oh, okay. Well, good there luck to go. them. All right, here we go. There's, there's a lot of action tonight. Surprising amount of action. And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take some close ones here. We're gonna take some closies. We're going to take some closies. I need to step away from the board for one quick second. Oh, for the love of God. Do you ever stay in here? Sorry. I ate a Pop-Tart and it's not sitting right. Great. Uh... <laughs> yeah, we've, I've never done a show with that this much of an empty backfield here. So You scared all the interns away, too. They're all sitting in the bullpen. Nobody comes and sits in here, so... Um, I think, am I telling tales out of school here, by the way? Did Medvedev come back and win this? They're showing the Australian. I, I'm trusting you're not listening to us and li- and watching this tennis match and saying, oh, boy, this is exciting, and I don't know who won, and now I'm going to ruin it for you. But I think Medvedev, the number three seed, was down two sets to love, as they say in the tennis biz, and came back and won sets three and four, both of which in tiebreakers. And then I think he goes on to... Win the proverbial match. So that's uh, that's a big story there. So he will face uh, the Italian dude who uh, knocked Djokovic out in the Australian Open final, the first of the Grand Slam tennis events going on in Melbourne, Australia. So uh, that's, uh, I think, what happened. That's, I don't like, I mean, I understand why they do it, and I understand it's part of the drama and blah, 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 blah. But, but the, uh, 
it's too long. Best of five sets are too long. I'm sorry. Maybe in like just the final. But, uh, you know, and I realize saying that would mean that Zverev, is that he says his name? Z V E R E V. Where is. Uh, uh, um, where is Drew when I need him? Give me all the tennis updates here. Alexander Zverev. Um, he uh, he he would be in the championship because he won the first two sets, but obviously he loses. They were just putting up that Medvedev has been on the court for 20 hours total in this tournament, and Zverev has been on for 20 and a half hours. And the guy who Skinner, how does he say his name? The other guy, the Italian guy, um, doesn't sound very Italian, but anyway, he is. He's only been on the court total for the whole tournament, 14 hours. He's just steamrolling people. So bet against him at your own at your own at your own peril. All right, here's what. Uh, speaking of betting, here's our our money line parlay for today and there's a, these games are all close so if we can I mean this may only be about a 3 or 14 parlay why are the um, the Ivies playing here I don't see any of the Ivies here we have to come back and uh, you know what I'm going to check hold on hang on hang on one second everyone just hold your proverbial horses and uh, let me see if I can get answers to my my queries here uh, and, and find out how we can um there we go. All right. Now let's go see if we have some Ivy action today. We want some Ivy League action. Uh, let's see. Are there any Ivy games? They usually play flat Friday and Saturday. Uh, they must they either they haven't put the odds out yet. Seems kind of weird. It's getting late in the day, but all right. Let's take a look at our at our uh, at our picks for tonight on uh, uh, ESPN Bet. There's some close close games in here. So uh, one only boy, it's tough. St. Bonaventure is eleven and seven and twelfth in the Atlantic Ten, and they're playing St. Joe's, who's thirteen and six, and in seventh place in the A ten. St. Joe's looked pretty good early when they played Kentucky. They are two and a half point underdogs in this game. I, and I, but Bonaventure is a really hard place to play. It's in Olean, New York. You can't get there from wherever you are. Uh, it's in the middle of nowhere, and it, it's so it's a bleak place in the winter. Um, so I don't know if, how, what that's got to do with, but visitors don't seem to play well there. So um, I'm going to have to put that on hold for right now because I want to take the Bonnies because they're home, but I think St. Joe's is appreciably the better team so we'll put that on hold michigan state goes to wisconsin wisconsin's in first place in the big 10 michigan state's been playing a lot better Uh, they're three and a half point underdogs Uh, i think we'll stay away from that iona goes to siena that's another hard place to play not because it's in a bad place but they used to have really good teams we used to have to play them they were in our league siena was really good but they're down this year they're three and 15 iona's only eight and ten all right sorry i'm back but uh, we need some music for this for what when you go to the bathroom i don't think so jeez i'm sorry no green tea and pop tart good lord sorry no um for the spontaneous parlay what's a good like spontaneous song there you know you you know stuff like is there anything like with the Hmm. word spontaneous just off the top of my head or something like that i don't know now you now you got me pondering uh spontaneous song spontaneity something spontaneous should be like a love affair like a a uh a there's actually a kim walker smith does a song yeah, called spontaneous yeah seven minutes too oh, good lord that's the bad oh it's a, it's a no disrespect it's a christian song you feel good about that so worthy 
Yeah, I, no disrespect. That's nah. fine. I have great respect for, you know, but the, the Jesus culture, that's what is listed as. I'm not sure that's really what we need to put in there. No disrespect. Um, wow. Ooh, I got one. What? Just because this is fun. I like this song. Why is that spontaneous? I don't know, because it's, it's spontaneous because it popped up on my feed. Okay. It's the, it used to be the, the Clutch Dubstep Trap Remix of, of Furelise. Yeah, but what's the remix? It sounds pretty traditional, does it suddenly? Wait a second. Now all of a sudden they just bring in a bunch of kazoos, or what happens exactly? That'd be wild, but no, it gets crazy, right? Here. Oh, okay. Oh, I like that. When the bass drops, it gets pretty awesome. Yeah, that'll work. All right. Oh, I like that. Who are these people? Uh, the Clutch Dubstep Trap Remix. Wait, wait for it right here. Bass drop. Oh, I'm, I'm oh, like that. That's pretty sick, right? Yeah, I like that. Clutch Trap Remix. Dubstep Gutter. I don't know. Beethoven Furelise Remix. Alright. Like that. Problem is, it's only two minutes long, so. Well, you'll have to just loop it. Oh, that's awful, though. What? Now I don't feel so good. But. Clutch trap is like a awful animal trap. It's a gopher death trap. Oh, I think I think clutch is the name of like the DJ, and then trap is like the style. That's of the music. A, that's killing. That's just absolutely annihilating. Oh, gophers. stop! Like, uh, no, oh, we don't want that. Now I don't like that. No, that's just the name of the DJ. It's clutch the DJ. Duck, trap clutch, style. gopher, and mole trap, and it shows you how it kills. Them. I don't want to know how it kills. No, let them. me show you. No, it's okay. Well, it just kills the crap out of them. I don't want to know that. No, we're not using that just because of the name. No, it's got to go. Oh, sorry. No, that's it's killing just gophers for no reason. Oh, here we go. Gophers do ruin lawns. The Spontaneous Music Ensemble was a loose collection of free improvising musicians put together in 1965 by the now late South London jazz drummer trumpeter John Stevens. So, um, let's see if there's any kind of music that would be redeemable from that. The Spontaneous Music Ensemble. Now, that is uh, is pretty cool. I'm liking that. Let's see what if uh, who's the, who the, who are the musicians in that we could look up uh, John Stevens and Trevor Watts. Let's go see if anything comes up if we do a search on that. Stevens and Trevor Watch Watts. It's going to be jazz. It's going to be jazzy, jazzy, jazzamente. Trying to find some spontaneous combustion, maybe. I don't know. Here it is. No Fear by Trevor. Oh, I like that. Trevor Watson and and John uh, Stevens. Let's see if it's any good. Here, maybe. It may stink. Let's take a listen. Jazz. Oh, it's real jazz. It's like 
you gotta love jazz to love this. Like jazz, hardcore jazz. Yeah, like, like you can't possibly whistle the tune right. when it's over. Yeah, no, that's no good. That's no good. It may be no fear, but it's also no good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, parlay. That's it. Oh, uh, oh, there's a song called we Parlay. Go with parlay. Boy, that is really jazz, man. I mean, you got to really dig jazz to like that. That's, that's too jazzy for me. There, there's a song called, called Parlay, Parlay All right. from the Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, that's got to be good. It's a Disney I, I movie. Bet, I so, bet yeah, that's going to be yeah, good. It's very going to be very lovable. So let's see. Okay, hit it. It's good so far. I mean, it's composed by Hans Zimmer, so. Oh, you can't beat that. Touching the Mac. Boy, this is going to be an impossible parlay. I'm going to be lucky to get three games out of this. He's got a slow build, so he might as well. What games he got? This is very. This is no good. It's like it's like you're expecting to lose your money. Here, it's about to pick up. We'll see if it's any. Better. Give it another 20 seconds, and then we're bailing on this. One second. It's about to go to the most played part. Stinks. Picked up. It's not bad. All right. It's not good, though. If I just play that part. It's still not good. All right. Here we go. Uh... Ohio and Kent State, the Mac took all my money during football, so I'm, I'm avoiding the Mac with, like, the plague. Marist and Niagara. Niagara is home. They're 9-9. Nine and nine. Marist is 9-7. and seven. These teams are separated by one spot in the standings of their league. Um, Niag- Niagara is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Not sure we'll take that one. That's a po- They're all going to be close, though, so I'm just reading you what our very short menu is, and then we'll figure it out. I think I'll take Canisius on the money line. They are far from great, but they're better than Manhattan, who's really struggling. Canisius is uh, 7 and 11. Manhattan is 4 and 12. So I wouldn't lay 7.5, though. That's too many. So we'll just take them on the money line. Iona goes to Siena. I don't like the fact that they're laying 8.5 on the road. So I don't want to take the play the spread, but I'll take Iona with the money line. So that's two there. Then the big one is Michigan State and Wisconsin. What do you do with that bad boy? Sparty's playing better, but Wisconsin has been really good, and Michigan State early was less than impressive. Um, they're laying three and a half. This is the one that's going to bust my parlay, but you got to, it's why they call it gambling. You got to take a chance to win money. I'm going to take Wisconsin and lay the three and a half. And I'm going to take St. Joe's on the road at St. Bonaventure. That's a tough one. And, uh, and take them on the money line straight up. And then, one more to back the whole thing up. I'm taking Seattle at home against Utah Valley. We played Seattle when I was at Kutztown, and for some ridiculous, illogical reason, I've kind of followed them since. Elgin Baylor, who's one of the great NBA players of all time, played at uh, Seattle, and so it was a big thrill when we beat them when I was at Kutztown. So I'm taking them on the money line. Now, that's going to got to make me some money because of all that. Yeah, this is at plus 814 parlay. 
Yeah. Damn. That's uh, yeah. That's yeah. pretty so, good. So that's uh, you bet twenty dollars, you win one hundred and sixty-two seventy-three. So you know what? We're going to give it a go, though. That's what we're doing. So wish us luck. We've got again to re, re to recap, not recapitulate. Recap. We've got uh, the um, uh, money line, um, uh, Manhattan. Uh, again, at Canisius, we've got Canisius on the money line at home. We've got Iona on the money line away at Siena. Wisconsin laying three and a half against Michigan State at home. St. Joe's on the money line at St. Bonaventure. The Saints battle it out. And then Seattle at home on the money line against Utah Valley. So um, if you'd bet 20, you'd make 182.73 would be your payout back. So that would be a nice night. But it's going to be tough. The battle of the Saints, though. Let's see how that plays out. Let's go see who would win, as you used to do oh, in the that's what we should do. Maybe if there's a when theme. the Saints go marching in, yeah. Uh, Saint, let's see what it says about Saint Joseph. Other than he's the patron saint of children's aspirin. <laughs> That's, what? Saint Joseph's aspirin for children? You don't know that? I did not know that. No. Really? No. I thought everybody knew that. So there used to be the little orange uh, chewable tablets for for um, for Flintstones for children. Not Flintstones of vitamins. They weren't. Uh, oh, aspirin. aspirin. Right. Yeah. Okay. Saint Joseph was a first-century Jewish man who, according to the Gospels, was married to mother to Mary, the mother of Jesus, and was the legal father of uh, Jesus. So that's. Uh, I mean, that's you know Jesus's dad for Saint Joe. Who is Saint Bonaventure? That's going to be tough to beat. There. How do you beat? Jesus's dad. So, what was the part of it? One more time. I already took it down. You'll have to wait. Saint Bonaventure is the patron saint. <laughs> oh God! Of what gambling? It'd be amazing if it is. <laughs> this can't be real, can it? This has got to be a joke. He's the patron saint of bowel disorders. <laughs> it, it is believed that... I'm sorry. I, I braced myself for a million things. Not that... Is that a joke? Is This, 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 this has got to be a joke, right? Well, I mean, you know... Stomach aches or stomach aches? Oh my God! It was it was believed to be the cause of childhood illness that nearly took his life. It's got to be a joke. It's got to be no. Saint Bonaventure is the bowel disorder doctor of the church. No, uh, this is a very legitimate Newman Ministry site. It seems on the up and up. Oh my Lord! What's their mess? This it opens the door to so many awful, awful. Jokes, Mr. Hanky. <laughs> when you say "let's go," you mean really. Oh, Saint Bonaventure suffered from a life-threatening illness affecting the bowels as a young child, and a prayer to Saint Francis of Assisi, it is believed, saved his life. At age 22, Saint Bonaventure entered the Franciscan order. They're my favorite order of the order of the. Seriously, the Franciscans are wonderfully sweet, really? kind. Oh, nice. They love animals. Nice. The, the Jesuits are they, they're the ones that want to crack your knuckles with the rulers. And, oh, yeah, they're tough. Uh, having made his vows, he was sent to Paris to complete his studies. While in Paris, he became a close friend of Saint Thomas Aquinas. He got his doctor of theology together with his friend Thomas Aquinas. At the age of 35, he was chosen general of his order and restored a perfect calm where. People Peace had been distributed. Oh, had been disturbed by internal dissensions. 
That's what I'm, that's how I'm referring to it from now on. Oh, man. Nick had to step away. He had internal dissensions. I did have some internal dissensions. That's true. <laughs> Green tea and Pop-Tarts. Oh, boy. Oh, my Lord. I would have, You could have given me 100 guesses, and I never would have come up with that. I would. He could have been the patron saint of flat tires before I got uh, the bowel page. disorders. Bowel disorders. Wow. Unbelievable. <laughs> In Bonaventure's many studies, deep understanding of the faith and his ability to shepherd with compassion and wisdom, he was ranked as one of the greatest doctors of the church by the Franciscan Pope Sixtus V. He died of natural causes in 1274, July of 1274, and he is, but that's absolutely in his bio, the patron saint of bowel disorders. I shouldn't laugh because anybody who's listening who's got a bowel disorder probably thinks, you think it's funny, you big monkey? You think that's funny? Huh? You think that's, cl- you think it's a clown, huh? Oh, wow. I just, I, I don't know why. I I never, I mean, I, I was not prepared for it. In I, big uh, letters, when it, you know, do a Google search, it pops up. And that's the first thing that comes flying in your box. It's like, he's the patron saint of Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> then you Christ- go to- Christopher, you take the, the, the travelers. Nicholas, the children. Bonaventure, the poop. <laughs> you, got, you go to, like, the Pepto-Bismol factory, and there's a big picture on the wall of St. Bonaventure just you know, behind the, the reception desk. Wow. But his life, his practical t- Takeaway: His life teaches us many things. We can count on church triumphant, the saints to intercede when needed. If his mother hadn't called out to St. Francis to save her son's life, he would have most likely passed as an infant. He, in return, dedicated his life to serving others through the church. His virtues of humility and compassion were the guiding force. His gift of wisdom won for him the title Doctor of the Church. We can always reach out to the body of saints to intercede for us. And St. Bonaventure shows us that. It's only by focusing outside ourselves and serving others that we too can be of great value to those around us. That's pretty awesome. I'm sorry. That was just... <laughs> did not see that coming. I did not see that coming either. Text and of course, the texter's having a ball with this. My cat should pray to that saint. <laughs> Taco Bell's actually the patron saint of Bell <laughs> Oh, man. Oh. What a way to wrap up the week. Oh, that was, did not see that coming, but uh, that was, there you go. So that's our, oh, so now the parlay, to answer your your dang question, and I got to get out of here so I can get to the aeropuerto and not miss my proverbial plane. Parlay is as follows, and it would pay uh, plus 814, so that's your, that'd be a slammer. Um, um, uh, Canisius at home on the money line. Uh, Iona at Siena on the money line. Uh, Wisconsin at home laying three and a half to Michigan State. That's a toughie. Uh, St. Joe on the money line at St. Bonaventure plus 125. That's con- That would be considered a bit of an upset. And then Seattle at home against Utah Valley. Um, the St. Joe's game at Bonaventure is the one that appears to be the wobbliest. So if you want to prioritize them, uh, uh, but you obviously that's why you're getting some money because we're playing some some real toss ups there. So so uh, Seattle um, at home at home money, money line. line. Yep. 
The money line games are all of them except for Wisconsin, who's Wisconsin, laying three and a half. Laying three and a half. All, all right, right, everybody, you have a great weekend. Good. Listen for us. I think we're on the air here somewhere. Are we not? I didn't read the promo sheet. Are we getting on? To uh, we, we should be. It's uh, It'll be uh, North Carolina and uh, Florida State. You can listen for Paul. Uh, who is uh, going to have the call with Jody for the uh, the cards at home, taking on the Virginia Cavaliers. And then, unless you know something, I don't, we'll be back at it with you on Monday before we take off for the Clemson Tigers matchup on uh, Tuesday down in uh, South Carolina. Uh, Strebel's next. You guys have a great day. Thanks to Nick for hanging in there, despite his... What was the term? I forgot already. In, internal, internal dissensions. Dissensions. You, internal you, dissensions. They were having arguments in there. All right. Uh, be safe. See you Monday. ESPN 680-1057. Hopefully.